0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. California and Venezuela have an awful lot in common right now. The governments of both uh, Caracas and Sacramento are inadvertently forcing people out of the state and the country. And they are leaving in catastrophic droves. It shows the truth to America about what progressivism, hardcore socialism has done and what they have in common. They are killers and ultimately they destroy countries and states. Now, listen to these stats. From January to May, over 400,000 people have fled Venezuela. 1.8 million have left over the last 24 months. NGOs in neighboring countries report the numbers coming out of Venezuela are increasingly insane. Since the beginning of the year, they report 4,600 new arrivals a day, a day. That makes 700,000 people leaving the country this year. And we are barely halfway through 2018. Entire industries have packed up. They are leaving the country. This year alone, 48,000 teachers have called it quits and moved to neighboring countries. But it's not just teachers. Venezuela is currently seeing a massive shortage of doctors, electricians, bus drivers, engineers, oil workers, everybody. Everybody is fleeing and industry is dying. Now think about that. People escaping and industry dying. That's Venezuela. But I find myself today, and I have said incredible things, into this device. In my 40-plus years of broadcast, I have reported on some amazing things. But I never, ever thought I would be able to compare any U.S. state with a collapsing communist regime. The similarities between socialist Venezuela and the progressive blue state of California are beginning to be very striking. Over 140,000. 140,000. California now has the second largest amounts of residents fleeing the state annually. They're right behind New York, their progressive blue sister state. Taxes, The cost of homes and homelessness sending people to places like Texas and Nevada. But like Venezuela, the scariest sign for California is what's happening to business there in the past 12 to 24 months. Listen to the list of companies that have decided they can't take it anymore. They cannot do business in California because of the high taxes, the massive overregulation. It's just too much to deal with. Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Wasn't that an icon of California? Carl's Jr. moved to Nashville, Toyota to Texas, Jacobs Engineering Group to Texas. Uh, Nissan of North America, like Carl's Jr., went to Nashville, Jamba Juice, Occidental Petroleum, Omnitrack Software, Chevron, Waste Connections. They all picked up and moved to Texas. This list is a lot longer, and it's going to grow even more in the next 6 to 12 months. Over two dozen companies have now announced they're looking into leaving California. Some experts speculate that nearly 10,000 companies have left the state of California since 2008. 10,000 employers. What is the future of California? People are fleeing, jobs are leaving, businesses dying, progressives and socialists. <sighs> Sadly, destroying lives and capital S states. One government at a time.
1: It's Monday, June 4th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck program.
0: I don't even, I don't even know where to begin today. How about the uh, guy running for office, congressional office in Virginia that is a pedophile and doesn't have a problem admitting it? Is like ah, people are tired of being PC. Should we start there? Should, should we? Should we? Should we start at? Should the president be able to pardon himself for crimes? Rudy Giuliani says yes. Should we start there or should we continue on the road of California? It is now against the law in California to shower and do laundry on the same day. Jerry Brown is retiring, but he's leaving a few gifts behind. Two bills were signed into law Thursday to help California be better prepared for the droughts and effects of climate change. Now, what you could do is build a reservoir But no, 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 no. Even though you haven't built a reservoir in like 40 years and the population has increased. The last thing you want to do is build a reservoir. Just let all that rainwater just go right into the ocean. Instead, what they've done is put mandatory water conservation standards into effect permanently. To make a long story short, now that these bills are the law, it is illegal to take a shower and do a load of laundry on the same day because you'll need to ex- you will exceed your ration. Senate Bill 606 establishes a governing body to oversee the water supply. Oh, that's going to be good. Assembly Bill 1668 Establishes limits on indoor water uses for every person in California, and the amount allowed will decrease even further over the next 12 years. The bill, January 1, 2025, would establish 55 gallons per capita daily. The standard for indoor residential water use will be 55 gallons. It will even be less by 2025 52.5 gallons. By 2030, it's 50. Now, let me ask you this. How many gallons do you use? Well, an eight-minute shower is 17 gallons. A load of laundry is 40 gallons. If you have 55 gallons, you've done a load of laundry and one person in the family takes an eight-minute shower, you have already broken the law. God forbid you flush your toilets. If you want to take a bath, that's 80 to 100 gallons, twice the limit. If you want to clean your dishes with a dishwasher or water, a dishwasher uses six gallons of water. That doesn't count anything that you want to use for your dogs. God forbid you have chickens or livestock. God forbid you want to turn on your sprinkler. You are so far over your 55-gallon limit, every single person will be over it and breaking the law on day one. What What? what the hell? What? And you know what they'll do? They'll fine you, which will provide the state with more money, which will what? Cause more people and more businesses to leave California. You know, the weird thing about the California population is all of these people and companies have left the state in droves. And yet the state's population has continued to rise. Well, why is that? How is that possible? This is a state that is going to have the widest income disparity disparity of, of possibly any place other than Moscow soon. Because it will only be those people who are in the Hollywood Hills and the people who are, quite honestly,
2: trapped there. Well, you can't have the people, the people who live in the Hollywood Hills won't stay if you make them only have 55 gallons of water. That's why provisions for swimming pools, spas, and other water features will be included.
0: Yeah, you'll be able to, you know, sure, 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 mm-hmm. sure, sure. You know, the people down in the valley, they're not going to be able to have, you know, <laughs> God forbid they take a minute longer in the shower. <laughs> but I'll be able to wear, I'll, I'll be able to turn on my fountain. Of course. Yeah. Of course, I'll be able to do that. I love this, Don't too. Um about that.
2: Because um, government never gets out of control with these types of things. Mm-hmm. How are they going to find out mm-hmm. how much water you're using? Well, obviously, there's some basic ways for things like showers. But mm-hmm. when it comes to landscaping, there could be other issues. That's why they, quote, shall use satellite imagery, site visits, or other best available technology to develop an accurate estimate of landscaped areas. Other best available technology that couldn't possibly be invasive
0: it's china we are building a cage for ourselves we are building a cage for ourselves what happens when when california can no longer afford to do the things and run the lifestyle that those in sacramento are insisting on what happens when the people don't have water? What happens when the average person says, I'm going to take a shower and I am not living by your rules anymore. I understand landscaping, but I am not going to do this. any. I am not going to take a, I am not going to make the choice between flushing my toilet and doing a load of laundry on the day I want to take a shower, which is every day. I mean, what what, what kind of third world country is California becoming?
2: It is incredible, right? I mean, it, the fact that you do something I, like this. I mean, it is absolutely incredible. And this is what they, they've done this before. They did this with electric cars uh, many years ago. They passed a zero emission rule that said that a certain percentage of cars i don't remember what it was 20% of cars by a certain date had to be a zero emissions and of course the technology wasn't available it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't ready to go so because it's california these companies forced into production ridiculous electric cars to try to hit these standards um, uh, if you've what ever, you say
0: ridiculous, you just uh, you're you just you're talking about the Chevy Volt, which was oh a, no, the Chevy Volt is which a was thousand a, times better a disaster than what, and just burned people alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chevy Volt
2: was a dream compared to what they actually churned out when they tried to hit those standards. If you go go back and look at that, uh, there's a documentary about it, which is nothing but pleasing uh, to environmentalists. It's called uh, "Who Killed the Electric Car?" Yeah, yeah, and it was about this idea that they were going to try to force them to create these cars that didn't mm-hmm. exist. And so they tried, and they were complete disasters uh, for many reasons that the documentary doesn't talk about. Uh, But the point is, when they got to the end of this and these deadlines came up and they didn't have this percentage of cars, what they had to do was just change the standards because they couldn't, all these, all cars were going to have to, every car company was going to have to remove itself from California, and obviously they know that that was not what they wanted. The same thing is going
0: to happen with this. Do you remember, what is the name of the car, Stu? It was the biggest car in East, the Eastern block. Um,
1: oh, yeah. We that, just really ugly squ- us. that
0: really ugly square car. It wasn't the Zill. I can't remember what it is. But it was it was a dream. Right. It was a dream. People's car. It was the people's car. It was going to be perfect. And it was designed by the state. And it's wonderful. The problem is they made it out of a composite up until like, what, 10 years ago? They made it out of a composite that cannot biodegrade in any way shape or form the earth until we're all covered in lava these the bodies of these cars are going to sit in eastern europe forever you cannot reuse them recycle them or degrade it's it's insane why why well, that's because the people of Eastern Europe wanted them. They hated them. Because the government got involved and said, this is the right thing to do, and this is what we're going to do, and we are going to do it, and you are going to purchase this because we know better than you do. Congratulations. in California, you're about to start building those cars. Maybe. Trabant, somebody, somebody in the audience knows what those things are called. Uh, look it up, Trabant. I think. How do you spell it?
2: I'm looking at T R A B A N T. They made them from 1957 to
0: 1991. Uh, this, no, I think it may have been the Trabant, but I there was another one. We watched a documentary another, on this yeah, with the, the last couple. The months. people's cars, uh, and and I think this one was built until like 2010 or 2008. The last one just rolled off the. I I think you're right. I think you're right. It was even newer than that. All right. Let me tell you about American financing. The June Fed meeting is coming up June 12th and 13th. The economists overwhelmingly are predicting now that the Fed is going to raise rates If you have found a home that you're interested in financing or you're thinking about taking advantage of the low rates, do it now before the June 12th meeting. And American Financing can help. Whether you're buying your first home, your next home, even an investment home, let American Financing customize the right loan program for you. You can pre-qualify in 10 minutes, close in as fast as 10 days, and American Financing employs salary-based mortgage consultants, and they don't work on commission. They work for you. A-plus rating from the BBB, and over 1,700 Google reviews. They offer e-sign. You can complete your documents from the comfort of your own home. There's no upfront fees, and you can utilize every single loan in the industry, but they're going to find the right one for you. So, what do you do? If you need to buy a home or refi, you call these people, American Financing. The number is 800-906-2440. Eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty 906 2440 or americanfinancing.net. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
3: Glenn back.
0: <laughs> we're still we're fascinated by this car thing now. We can't get off of it. The, what the, I think it was the Travant. It doesn't sound right. I thought it. I thought the factory closed later than 1991, uh, but maybe it was a Travant. Was it the Lada? There was a car back in the day that uh, the former Soviet Union uh, was was building. It was the People's Car, and it was a nightmare. And now, all throughout Eastern Europe, there are just these giant fields full right, of yeah. of these cars, because the body they built them on is non biodegradable and they want them to last for a long, yeah time. and can not be cannot be broken down, recycled, reused in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> so it's just this graveyard of millions of these cars, and I'm trying to remember, Stu, do you remember oh, think, it was like it was like more than all of the American car industry combined for a while. There's Some crazy stats. It's we should actually crazy see numbers. if we could get James May on. He's the guy I who I love did. him.
2: He's a you know British guy who does. There's a series on Amazon. If you're a Prime subscriber, you can watch it as part of their package. It's called, it's called "Cars of the People." Yeah, uh, which is the name is the name of the series. There's a few episodes of it. The first one we've talked about it before, where they go through all of these really bad central government planned automobiles yeah. and how every one of them turned out to be a disaster except for one except for one mm-hmm. right which still was a disaster at the time it, it, until it turned which is volkswagen
0: yeah until uh, it turned public until what it turned what it, what, it, what, you know, what the disaster company. was was not the car i mean it was designed by porsche yeah so uh, the disaster was not the car the disaster was that the government said Here's saving stamps where everybody can have the people's car. So send us your, you know, I don't know what it was, you know, 10 marks a month for the next 18 months. And in the end, we're going to give you a car. Well, they took that money and they used it for other things like uh, the war machine. So nobody got their car. I feel safe saying that if you
2: wanted to buy a car and instead funded the Nazi war regime, I would say that. For potentially that's a disaster. I don't feel <laughs> No, bad I mean with yes, yes. I just wanted to No, 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 hang on to say <laughs> okay. I wanted
0: to point out mm. that it, yes it was a disaster because of that, but the actual car was not. <laughs> no, it, yeah. it,
2: and it eventually turned into obviously a great uh, car. Uh, yeah. It was a great car when it was first shown, was it not? Uh, yeah, I mean yeah. I think especially for in comparison to these other ones. <laughs> the but other yeah, ones right. are was, on
0: the mitigated disasters. It was
2: designed by Porsche, I mean it, yeah. it was a lot of there's a lot to it.
0: Um, you know, if you want to teach your kids in a fun way about communism and how bad yeah. communism is, it's a good series. or totalitarianism, watch that series. It's on Amazon. It's called, I think, The People's Car? Uh, car cars cars of, the people? of the People. Cars of the People. James May's Cars of the People. Yeah, it's funny. It's entertaining. And boy, your kids will go, wait a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's really amazing. Cars of the uh, People on Amazon. Back in a second.
2: This is the Glenn Beck program.
0: I am so excited for uh, a week, uh, the weekend after next, Father's Day weekend. We are doing our uh, Mercury Museum, our exhibition. It's a limited exhibition f- of some of the items uh, in our collection, uh, and it is all about rights and responsibilities. It's all about. Um, Knowing these and knowing when they go wrong and what things are like when they do go wrong. What happens if you live in a world where man doesn't have any human rights? Where, where it's not self-evident that you have a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I, I'm convinced that our unum, the, thing that, the one thing that we can all agree on, the Bill of Rights. But we don't know them. I'm also convinced that everything that we have going on or every problem that we face today is because somehow or another, we have found a way to violate the Bill of Rights. So the heroes who have stood up for rights and the stories of when they go wrong, uh, you don't want to miss this. It's happening on Father's Day weekend. Tickets are now available, general admission, or you can get private tours with me or David Barton or Stu or Anybody else? And we're going to be there all weekend, and we would love, love to see you. If you've ever been to one of our museums, this one's going to be over the top. I think you're going to really, really like this one. Rights and Responsibilities. First time we've ever opened the entire studio. This is 80,000 square feet, and um, you're going to be taken through. The, the, the floor of the entire first floor is open for the museum, and we'll have pieces uh, that are pretty shocking. Um, I don't have word yet on what is coming uh, on one section. We know we have a lot on Abraham Lincoln, but we have asked the, um, the Lincoln Museum up in Illinois if we could borrow a few items. We know that they are coming. We know that they, are, they haven't decided what they're going to loan us yet. What we've asked for is the original Emancipation Proclamation signed by Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's oh, it. okay. Yeah. Yeah, I got to bring that. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the easiest. I thing. think that one is coming. I think that one is uh, almost a, a for sure deal. I'm not sure, but I don't want to promise anything, but the the things that they the things that we have asked for are remarkable. For instance, I didn't even know this existed still. The original handwritten Gettysburg address. Handwritten in, you know, I guess on the train by Abraham Lincoln. Wow. Uh, and, uh, also the stovepipe hat and gloves that are all bloodied from the the night that he was shot. Uh, that will, uh, that's also part of their collection. And we hope to have some of the collection. We know we'll have some of the collection. We just don't know what yet.
2: Yeah, we're talking about how these things come together every time a minute ago off the air. And it seems like what usually happens is there's this great collection of stuff that if we get none of these items you're talking about it's still great like it's still an an amazing museum and then there's always these like three or four things that are like over the top that we request
0: well last time i think last time it was hey can we get the bible that was actually taken over on the mayflower yeah Yeah, i think so and it happened it It was there i saw it you're standing there and you're like well that's a that's really a pilgrim's hat and his clothes, and and that's his gun, and that's the Bible that they were reading on the Mayflower. Yeah, it's really cool
2: to be it's amazing that, to be close to that. I mean, because I, I don't know, I hear the word museum, and oh, uh, Snorfest. Uh, yeah,
0: I, you know, I I think of how do I kill myself before I enter it. I
2: should take um, you
0: through this one uh, with your imagination today, so you can know what I am planning because this one is unlike anything that we've ever done. Really, yeah, this one is really, really unlike anything we've ever done. You're going to, I think you're really going to like this. I mean, we just like four weeks ago, I'm like, okay, guys, I'm sorry to throw this on you, but can we get an actual French guillotine anywhere? Somebody's got to have one. And in the circles that we run in, somebody did. (laughs) Uh, And so (laughs) one of the guillotine, the French guillotine is coming because we want to show the difference between the American Revolution and the French Revolution, one led to freedom, one led to the guillotine. What was the difference it's really going to be amazing. you don't want to I think i think I think this week they're starting to reassemble the gallows in uh, in one part of the museum It's going to be an uplifting workplace yeah. for the next couple of weeks. No, I tell you it's the first the first twenty percent of the museum is a little dark. in fact, we're talking about having a pass through. Because you may not want to have your kids go through the first few minutes of the museum because it's really dark. It's quite dark. Um, But the rest of it is really uplifting and ends with the choices that we have to make. The possibilities of the future are unbelievable. We can reach to the stars and beyond or we can be shut up in a cage. Which are we going to do? And it will all be it will all de- it will all be decided on uh, on what our future is based on our reaction to our rights and our responsibilities really cool uh, father's day uh, weekend present because yes. it's, it's actually
2: happening that weekend yeah. so uh, you go to uh, mercury slash museum 2018 i know mm-hmm. there's tours with glenn there's tours with myself and jeffy uh that's well, on vacation david right? barton yeah. what's that yeah there's a lot yeah. of great tours you could do or you could just come and check it out yourself we'd love to have you yeah. love to have
0: you come on down and uh see us we'll 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 see you there that's a week uh from this weekend friday saturday and sunday june 15th through the 17th here are the studios in dallas texas the mercury studios in las colinas we would love to see you tickets on sale now mercury dot slash museum 2018 we don't have time to do this real justice here, Stu. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? Make, let's take a break, uh, and then we're going to come back so we can spend some quality so we can spend some quality time. Just asking a question: Where is the line in today's society? Where is what are we willing to accept because he's better than the other guy? There's a candidate that is running for Congress that is forcing us to ask this question. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's, a, it's a day of firsts on the Glenn Beck program. We'll go there in a minute. First, let me tell you about ZipRecruiter. If, if you run a business, you know, one of the hardest things you do is hiring people, finding the right person because they have to mesh with the rest of everybody else. You want them to bring the right attitude. You know, people can talk a good game, but I mean, really, how good are you at those things? It's tough. So what do you do? You, you know, you'll go to a website and you'll just post your job at a website and you hope that the right person sees it and, and, uh, and you can identify them in the pile of resumes that you get. ZipRecruiter has a different way. They go out. It's smart technology. So it learns what you're looking for and it sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards. But then... They scan thousands of resumes to find the right person with the right experience and then invite them to apply for your job. As the application comes in, ZipRecruiter analyzes every single one of these and then spotlights the top candidates so you don't miss what they see because it can scan so much information. ZipRecruiter. It is so effective that 80% of the employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate in through the site on the first day. ZipRecruiter. Try it for free. I've got nothing to lose. Try it for free and see who's coming through your front door that possibly will change your business. That's for the best. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. Go there now. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. The smartest way to hire. ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck. There is a candidate running in uh, Virginia. That um is an, interesting cho- is an interesting choice for Virginians. Uh his name is Nathan Larson. Now he's a thirty seven year old accountant from Charlottesville, Virginia. He's running for Congress as an independent candidate. Uh now, uh stu, before I get into everything about him, uh can you just you give mean me his personal life? Yeah, his okay, personal life. Whatever. Give me give me the stats on, you know. What, like his tax policy? Yeah, big time
2: uh, libertarian uh, Mm -hmm. tax policy. Mm -hmm. Uh, He wants uh, little to no taxes Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Small
0: um, government guy.
2: Re, I mean, really, it's small, the government out of everybody's business, which is great. Yeah. You know, you don't want you don't want that it, regulation down mm-hmm. the tubes. Down the tubes. Okay, uh, he's really good
0: on that. Uh, he's a big, is he better than the big on free speech, better, First Amendment guy? I'll tell you that. Is he better on uh, uh, than the Democrat? Oh,
2: much better than the Democrat.
0: The Democrats want to raise your taxes. This right. guy wants okay. to wipe them out completely. Okay. All right all right he's also he, uh, may i quote him mm-hmm, sure a lot of people are tired of political correctness yeah, and being and, and constrained so am I. by it. yeah and so am i i'm, I'm tired of political correctness I,
2: Correct. I, I i associate myself with him on that
0: people prefer when there's an outsider who doesn't have anything to lose oh. and is willing to say what's on a lot of people's mind a lot of people's mind Drain
2: the swamp i'm in okay mm-hmm. all right maybe okay. not maybe you don't want the, the swamp drained this much <laughs> maybe not this this much. is
0: the creature that lives at the bottom of the swamp <laughs> okay uh-huh. this 37 year old accountant uh has bragged on website posts about raping his late ex-wife hm. i mean stuff happens he, look I, I mean as i
2: said he's a first amendment guy social media uh, thing. now he hasn't actually raped his ex-wife Right, he just no, talks he just about talks it. He just posts about, about it.
0: Correct. Okay. He also has confirmed that he created mm-hmm. the now defunct websites, and I'm not going to give them, uh, but they were they served as chat rooms, as gathering places for pedophiles, and also violence minded misogynists.
2: I will say that they are the websites are defunct. So, uh, at least according to this uh, report. So, uh, they, it's probably not going to do any damage. They're going to get any traffic. But what I found was interesting about it was there's a bunch of things I didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, we've only very recently discovered what an incel is. Um, and that is... I'm not sure I've discovered You that, haven't. Because uh, the only reason I say that we, we have is because uh, a couple of the mass shooters fell into this category. Incels. Uh, incels, which is an involuntary celibate.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, which,
0: you know... It, which, is, which is... You which really want to have sex, but you can't... No one will do no that will with you. No one will do that with mm-hmm, you. So mm-hmm. you're an incel. And it mm-hmm. uh, usually that leads to, you know, some dangerous... Right. Now, now of course, there,
2: you know, a lot of people are involuntarily celibate. celibate. You know, like, go through uh, every high school and college in America. You're going to find, like, a lot of people who mm-hmm. fall into that category... Mm-hmm most of them not desiring to be mm-hmm. celibate mm-hmm. however however uh there is a certain wing of 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 this group that seems to act out in violence and talk mm-hmm. about you know that they should not be have to be celibate because they should be able to have sex with whoever he's they want he's one what of the, them yeah he's one he's on that he's, side of them he's one of yeah.
0: them yeah uh he uh he's written an essay about, uh, you know, father-daughter incest and about a rape, ra- raping his ex-wife repeatedly. In a recent interview, he was asked whether there was a grain of truth in his essay. And he said, yes, <laughs> but plenty of women have rape fantasies as well. Okay. Well, look, Our, maybe that's what he's talking about. Okay. okay? You know me? He's can like a fiction about his, writer. We talk about his tax policies. Right. Um, he claims in his campaign manifesto, his platform is a quasi neo reactionary libertarian, which includes protecting gun ownership rights. See, good Second Amendment. Guy. Establishing free trade. I like free and trade and a benevolent white supremacy. What was that the last one? Was well, let's, let's focus on that one. Also, okay. he's going to legalize a few things. Incestuous marriage and child pornography. Oh, Uh -oh. he also has urged Congress to repeal the Violence Against Women Act. This guy's a winner. (laughs) This guy's a winner. He says, we need to switch to a system that classifies women as property, initially of uh, their fathers and later of their husbands. Uh, He showed sympathy for men who identify as involuntary celibates uh, or incels, suggesting it is unfair that they are forced to pay taxes for school, welfare, and other support for other men's children. We've gone down a,
2: a little bit of a path here. I mean, I, the well, tax pe- policy doesn't seem as exciting.
0: When you you want to the, be forced to pay taxes for schools? Again, again I, don't wanna, I don't want a Democrat in office. I'll tell you that. Uh, yeah. So. And he he's just saying these things. He also uh, <laughs> posted online. Why doesn't every pedophile just focus on making money so they can get a pedo wife hmm. and then either impregnate her with some young boy or adopt some young children that would accommodate both those who are and are not into incest and of Mm. course the adoption process lets you pick a boy or a girl that's a quote Uh, it's now he has a child by the way with his ex-wife yeah 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 yeah, yeah. He lost custody for somehow. Some he I lost, don't know why. I don't understand. I don't.
2: Mm. I, don't I mean, know he's, why. A, he's running for office. You think yes. this is an upstanding member
0: of society? But he, no, he well, could not get custody. He also identifies himself as a hebephilic racist. He, he hebephilic racist. I don't. Oh, know. Okay. Is that a, a, a what is a hebephilic? Uh, we're learning a lot of new rapist H-E or racist. Rapist. Okay. H e b e P-H-I-L-I-C.
2: Okay, here we go. Uh, I'm glad I Googled this, by the way. I just want to point that out. Thank you, Google. Uh, <laughs> Today's word of the day, kid, is hebophilia. This <laughs> is an uh, alert future uh, people uh, looking into investigations. I did this on the air for informative right. purposes right. only. Sure. Uh, <laughs> hepophilia is the strong, persistent sexual interest by adults in pubescent, early adolescent children... Typically uh ages 11 to 14.
1: Mm.
0: I think he's going to win. What's the difference between
2: that and pedophilia? It differs from pedophilia uh which is the primary or exclusive sexual interest in prepubescent children. So I guess ah. you're going younger than 11. Okay. Uh-huh. And from ephebophilia ephibi- Okay. Uh, which is the primary sexual interest in later adolescents, typically ages fifteen to nineteen. So uh, ah, okay. we you to get this guy's uh,
0: a, a okay. Website well, outside. the good vote news is him, he's or? on no? he's on the ballot, Virginia. You can vote for him. <laughs> he's got low tax policies. <laughs> oh, great. Um, he also has just been released of you know from federal prison for threatening to kill the last president. So you got Glenn, that going for you as back. well. Um, Mercury. Uh,
1: uh. Glenn
0: Beck. This is the craziest. Th- this is. No, it's not the craziest thing I've heard, because I just just did a break where a guy in Virginia is running uh, for Congress and he's a pedophile and he's open about it. And he's like, yeah, okay, so what? I dig children. What's the big deal? I think people are tired of, you know, these politicians not really being open. Okay, all right. No, not not that open, not that open, not when you're opening up your drawers for children. No. So I can't say this is the craziest thing I've heard, but. It's it's on the scale. So, no, it's par for the let me restart. Hello, America. Regular news today. Looks like one of the reasons why we're meeting in Pyongyang and having negotiations with uh, the North Koreans is because their leader wants a McDonald's. Apparently, apparently. You know, Kim Jong-il used to have McDonald's flown in from China. Okay, of course, he's a fat man. If you were running a country and you didn't have a McDonald's, but you ran a country where you had no limits on your power. Come on, you're telling me there wouldn't be maybe once a month, every couple of months, at least you'd go, you know what, I really feel like having a quarter pounder and a Big Mac. Send one of those planes out to get one for me. Of course you would. You're fat and you're a dictator. So apparently they think this is a really big deal that they're going to we might allow you to uh, open a McDonald's here in in North Korea. Okay, I don't know if they know this, but that's not a big deal for us. That's not like a big it's not like everybody in America has been like, "Oh man, if we could just get McDonald's into North Korea." That's not a big bargaining chip. That's more about you, fat man, than us. Apparently, uh, (laughs) apparently. Having a McDonald's in a closed country is a big deal. Historically, when McDonald's franchises open in communist nations, it's usually a precursor to shaking off the communist rule like 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 the clown is a spy. Like, somehow or another, everybody's going to have Big Macs and Filet-O-Fishes and and go, you know what? We should be free. (laughs) I mean, I guess it is. But you know who wants to run the McDonald's? His family. Of course, I'm sure they're all fat as well. This is about them, not capitalism.
2: I think there is a legitimate argument that you (sighs) plop a McDonald's down in some communist dictatorship and it turns into... Revolution. Turns into freedom. People are like, wait a minute, this is available? And then it all turns over. That is, I think, what happens. I
0: don't. No, I don't. And can I ask you a question? I mean, Bill Clinton's got to be kicking himself. If this is the way that you get freedom in North Korea, Bill Clinton's (laughs) like, why did not think of that? It's
3: Monday, June 4th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck program.
0: Well, welcome to the program. I'm man. I'm I'm.
3: Geez, I, I
0: man. I'm glad you're here. There's just so much wonderful things. There's many many wonderful places we can go to today. None of them in the news. None of them. I don't think any of them in the news today. I mean, unless you're a McDonald's fan. Right now, McDonald's is like
2: come on well, there's such Peace large dis- disposable incomes in north korea that would be able to frequent this mcdonald's i'm sure it would do you really could, well
0: who's gonna pay for that who could afford even they a can't McDonald's? any food let right. alone actual like right pr- pr- food that's produced for you you know it's like uh, you know people will say about north korea well why are people starving why don't they just go out into the fields and just you know because they've already been be- cleaned They've already been picked clean. They've they've destroyed it because people have no food. They're eating bark off of trees. It's not like, well, you know what you need? You need a central market. (laughs) 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 If you just had a Whole Foods, everything would be solved. No, they have no money
2: that is a problem yeah it also is. many of them are in prison and being tortured that's yes, another that's issue another it's problem. hard to get to the drive-thru well, when you've got you know needles pushed in, in under your fingernails
0: there's there's uber eats <laughs> you got uber I, eats and i'm DoorDash. in cell
1: block Pick 14 <laughs>
2: <laughs> was it? domino's uh, announced i believe it was over the last week or so that they they've, uh, they're doing hot spots now Domino's hotspots. You know, you have like a Wi-Fi hotspot, or mm-hmm. you might be in like a park. And, mm-hmm. and, well, now Domino's is saying they will deliver not just to houses. So, like, if you're just out in like a, if you're out in a park, you get a pizza delivered to you in a park. What if you happen to be in a playground and you want a pizza? <laughs> think of
0: this. Think of this. We are meeting. <laughs> we are meeting with a with a country that is starving their people to death and mm-hmm. can't seem to make it work. Okay, centralized government somehow or another, they just can't make it work. And we, on the other hand, are fatter than ever before. Mm-hmm. And and thinking to ourselves, ah, man, I wish I could get a pizza here in the park. Oh, I can. Mm-hmm. And and yet there's still a debate as to which way we should go as
1: a government.
2: like there's crazy. still people out there going like, I don't know, maybe the starvation one's better. Maybe we should try that one again. If we could perfect that one, we'd be able to nail this thing.
0: How about we work on this one? Because it's working pretty well, even as corrupt and horrible as the system is. It's working pretty well. Let's clean this one up. It's kind of like, eh, let's dust it off a bit. Hey, here's an old piece of paper. I found a bill of rub bill of. I don't know. It's a bill of some sort. Let's set that over here.
2: It should have spelled it R-I-T-E because people are like, Riggits? <laughs> What's a Riggit? You know, I mean, think about this. We are a country that has developed not one, but two separate individual tacos made out of a shell of fried chicken.
0: Wait, when did this happen? I mean... I don't get my fast food news. When did this happen?
2: Uh Taco Bell. It's got the uh what is it called the uh naked chicken taco ch- chalupa. So what's it's got what's in the chicken? The, well the the the, uh, the, the taco shell yes, is yes. fried chicken.
0: Yes, I love that.
2: And then inside you have all the toppings that you would normally have like uh Now
0: is it like sprayed is it like the kind of and I'm not saying this is a bad thing. Is it like the the is it like the McRib where it was chicken that was sprayed out? like some pancake batter
2: i don't i don't know what sort of anti no i'm uh, mcrib propaganda you're going with here i I I don't know fine
0: with i i don't think mcdonald's needed to make it in the shape of ribs myself it would have been a little less disturbing (laughs) well because you don't want to eat the bone on ribs and then there's i know but i get the idea that this is from the rib (laughs) without it being poured into a mold you know what I mean? I, I don't understand where so I'm going know if this, with that. Is this spray <laughs> well, chicken? <it's> a, <laughs>
2: this is going to surprise you, <laughs> yeah. but the chicken does not actually come in taco shape. No, so, I know yes, that. No, it I is know molded. That,
0: but, no, I know that. But there's a difference to me, and maybe it's just because I'm a, a connoisseur and a snob. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a difference between, like, you know, the old, you know, Italian grandmother who's just pounding the chicken into cutlets so it's really thin mm-hmm. And the one that just kind of puts it in the machine,
2: and then it sprays
0: out.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> so, uh, let me put you at ease. Okay. Uh, Taco Bell has hired tens of thousands of Italian grandmothers <laughs> yes, to, to pound, pound it up. Them.
0: Then I'm good. Okay. Then I'm good. Good. I, I didn't good, think I was right. going to win that so easily. All right. Good. Uh, okay. But you, you wanted to believe. All right. So, I they take a spatula, they cook it on one side, they take a spatula and flip it over, or do they deep fry it?
2: Oh, it's definitely fried chicken. It's fried chicken. It's ch- fried chicken. Now, now is this?
0: I just I want to be I want to be very clear and careful here mm-hmm. because it took me a long time. Well, it took me until I was old enough to where I didn't slurp the milkshake down from McDonald's mm-hmm. that I actually left it, you know, someplace, and then I came back an hour later, and I'm like, this hasn't changed consistency. Before I realized, it doesn't actually say milkshake; it just <laughs> says shake. So I want. To, I just want to ask. Mm-hmm. This chicken taco, is it spelled with yeah. all of the same letters in the same way?
2: As a person who eats many uh, uh, right. chicken esque products that are spelled C H I C K apostrophe N, N yes, uh, yes. I will
0: assure you, this is actual chicken. chicken okay. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. Okay. Good. We're okay. I'm interested.
2: So you're going to put the uh, the lettuce and the tomato and the cheese and the sour cream. I think they have an avocado ranch sauce oh, no, that it no, happens no. to be no. part avocado of this should one. should
0: not be eaten.
2: In Mexican food? Yes, it should.
0: <laughs> no, totally it should
2: be in Mexican food. No, I, I don't, I, I
0: don't know. Look, 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 unless it's made right... You know the problem with avocado is no. unless I mean, it is really, really, really fresh like I've just scooped it out of the peel myself and then mashed it into some sort of guacamole. It turns dark yeah. green too fast, and it's not an appealing color or texture or anything else. That's
2: why they, they keep they they say when they're like, come to your there's these Mexican restaurants that will do the guacamole at your table. Yeah. They're like, we'll mix it at your table. That's only because it's only gonna last like 18 seconds and I know. it's brown. We're gonna mix this yeah. in your mouth. Okay. <laughs> I believe it's uh, Jim Gaffigan who says he saves time by just throwing the avocados out at the store. <laughs> uh, because, uh, that's, that's exactly what happens to them every single time. Okay. So you have the mild and the wild naked chicken chalupa mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. available now at Taco Bell. Again, like, do I think that if we brought a bunch of wild naked chicken chalupas to North Korea, would Kim Jong-un denuclearize? Yes, that is what he would do if we just did that. it have to lost, be hot
0: and fresh. I lost interest uh, when you started getting into North Korea. I heard the beginning of that. <laughs> of, do I believe that bringing a bunch of these and I thought you were going to say here to eat would make us happy? Mm-hmm. The answer would be yes. Would you taste test one of these if we, bring, if we get them? Oh my god, for science? For science? For science? Yeah. Not with any guacamole.
2: No, of course no. not. There's they have a- beans and spicy. How are you on them? spicy? Uh, I'm fine. Okay, well, maybe you do the wild. Well, what's in it? The wild has uh, lettuce, tomato, cheese, and wild sauce. <laughs> now, wild sauce is a uh, obviously uh, found uh, initially. In the wild. By the, in the pilgrims right, in the wild right, when sure. they came to this country, sure, uh, and it went immediately onto the Thanksgiving <laughs> right, uh, table. Right, wild sauce, wild yeah. sauce. Uh, but so, I, does I, I that
0: w- bother you that it used to be like cranberry sauce? <laughs> now we don't even we, we don't want to say what's in it. It's, it's, just, it's wild. It's, it's wild. Is this wild? You know, I just scooped this up off the floor. Taste this. It's wild. They're actually going to great lengths to not tell you what it is. <laughs> yes, exactly like, right. Just
2: know, wild. Just wild sauce. It's not, I'm just, honestly, I realized I'm just assuming it's
0: spicy. It doesn't say that at all. <laughs> well, of course it's spicy. It's wild. <laughs> yeah, I'm just assuming it's wild, so it must be right. spicy. Which is really one step down from hot sauce. That's not telling you what's in it either, it's just telling you warning, it's hot. It's hot. At least that's to give you hot. a direction. Right, this is just wild. This is just... That <laughs> doesn't
2: mean anything. No, it means nothing. Wow. Okay. But that being said, it's available now, and I'm assuming you want one. <laughs> I think we should bring one in. Maybe Uber tomorrow. Eats. Uber yeah. Eats. Oh, that's right. They deliver now. Yeah. Hello. Again, look how awesome our country is. Gee, should we do communism or the place that delivers wild naked chicken chalupas with wild sauce? Wait, it's a wild chicken chalupa? Wild naked chicken chalupa, and then the the wild sauce is, I guess, what what makes that wild. As oh, okay, to okay, the-
0: all right. I thought maybe there was something else wild <laughs> as <laughs> well. I didn't want to get into like a double negative, you know, okay. situation where one wild cancels out the other <laughs> wild. Uh, let's uh, let's talk to you a little bit about something a little more serious: money. Uh. I know nothing, really. I know enough about uh, cryptocurrency to be dangerous to myself and to others. I don't know enough. and I Stu, would you put yourself in that category? Yes.. Yeah. Yes. I we know exactly f- where I am. Far more than the average person.
2: Which is when you get most dangerous. It's when you re- yep. like the average person isn't going to l- lose everything they own on cryptocurrency because they're not going to go near it. I'm dumb enough to do it. Right. I'm dumb enough to
0: lose every single dime right. I've ever made on and this you're, stuff. And we're and we're we're one of those people that we're like everybody's friend's expert on something, you know. Mm-hmm. But as soon as somebody who actually knows what they're doing comes into the room, their friend is like, "Well, you know, I, you know, you tell them Bob." Because they know they know nothing mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. That's us. Mm-hmm. Now, we have found somebody. We found a smart person that walks in the room and we're like, hey, Tika, you tell him." Tika Tawari has um, put together a crypto master course that will teach you everything that you need to know about cryptocurrency, about blockchain, how to buy and sell crypto, why it matters. You know what? All of it. All of it. Just trying to buy cryptocurrency unless it's one of the big three is really difficult so how do you invest in it how do you do it and is it right to invest if so where do you start all of those questions are answered now in a smart crypto course that we had tika put together because we were like okay our friends need to know this and we're not smart enough smart dot com. smart dot com. Find out for yourself, do your own homework, smartcryptocourse.com or call 877-PBL-BECK, 877-PBL-BECK. Okay, so we, we just got the news in that the Supreme Court has ruled on the gay marriage baker cake controversy.
2: Masterpiece cake shop, if you remember. Um, so which, which one is
0: this? Is this is this Colorado? Colorado
2: Uh, I'm getting all these confused it is Colorado the Civil Rights Commission consideration of the case was inconsistent with the state's obligation of religious neutrality so um, the ruling comes down and I guess you would say it's always easy to put these Supreme Court rulings at a basic level first which is it seems like it's a good ruling Okay, for us, right? right. I, I don't know how else to explain it. If you're a baker, yeah. <laughs> you're <laughs> right. saying that's good. Yeah, well, even more than you're a baker if you care about religious freedom, yeah. right? You, yeah, yeah, you yeah. say that's good. Now, what's interesting is if you look at the actual ruling, it was a 7-2 ruling. Uh, Roberts, Breyer, Alito, Kagan, and Gorsuch joined Kennedy's opinion. Um, uh, that
0: G- is a group of strange bedfellows. Right.
2: Ginsburg and Sotomayor are the only two no's. On this. Wow! Right. Wow. Uh, the court writes. I'm just going to read some of uh, this commentary. Uh, Scotus blog is a great place to look if you ever if you ever care about this stuff. Uh, the court writes that the delicate question of when the free exercise of the baker's religion must yield to an otherwise valid excuse of state power needed to be determined in an education which uh, religious hostility on the part of the state itself would not be a factor in the balance uh, the state sought to reach. So, kind of what they're saying here is it somewhat of a narrow win. Basically, they're saying um, the commission erred in being biased in the ruling, but it's not necessarily saying, hey, you every baker right. from now on will be able to make these decisions on their own, um, which is probably how you get it to be 7-2, to two, right? If it's yeah. a, if you want to get a, a real ruling in a case like this, it's going to be 5-4 if you're All that and you can pack the court. Well, yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it will. It's unclear whether the baker will have to go through another hearing in front of the commission. Oh my god! The gosh. commission might just drop the case, but we don't know. Oh my gosh! So, can you imagine? They basically just said th- the process
0: was wrong. It seems this is this is insanity. This is truly insanity. I have been doing. I've been doing a lot of research because of the museum and then this book that I'm writing. I spent. Oh my gosh. I don't know how many hours this week. I I went to home uh, like noon on Friday and finally got up from my keyboard yesterday uh, about midnight. Uh, And the only times I moved was because the dogs would be like, please feed me, let me outside. Um, And I've just been doing so much research on uh, the Bill of Rights. Freedom of religion and freedom of speech and the freedom of press. That First Amendment is so clear i mean just look at what the founders said about freedom of the press freedom of the press they went so far to say that the press has a right to even lie about things they have a right to i, I i've got to find i have to find the exact phrasing because I, I found it this weekend and i'm like got to be kidding me because they were debating whether or not you know where the where the limits of freedom of speech went for the press and they so wanted to protect religion and speech and the press because of what they had just gone through they had this debate to where they were like but wait a minute you can say that's a lie but it may not be perceived as a lie by this group that is printing it there's no evidence that this is truly a lie so even if their intent is malicious they have a right to say it i'm going to give you the the quote how we can go from those people to what we just heard from the supreme court is remarkable glenn beck a few years ago, I had to sell my home,
2: and uh, we had moved out of state. This is right after the real estate sort of collapse had happened, uh, and you know, housing wasn't exactly flying off the market at that time. So I had to move out of state. We were uh, living uh, in Texas and trying to sell our house back in Pennsylvania, and it was just really hard. I mean, you know, you have to make sure that you have a really good real estate agent that can help you. Um, make sure that the house is marketed correctly, make sure that all the paperwork is correct because you're out of town. You, you know, you're signing things that, you know, you're, you're, you're doing it digitally. It's a complicated process and you need someone who's going to really keep you updated. Might I suggest realestateagentsitrust.com? It's the place to go because you're going to have, uh, it's not going to be someone who just, you know, a family member or someone you just met recently that you kind of feel guilted into having as your agent. These are people who have gone through a real rigorous screening process. realestateagentsitrust.com for the best agent in your area. There's over a thousand on realestateagentsitrust.com.
0: So I'm, I'm, I'm reading the arguments back and forth of the founders um, of freedom of speech, freedom of religion. You know, what does freedom even mean? Are there limits? And right now we are talking about fake news. And I finished a chapter uh, this weekend on freedom of the press. And I just want to I just want to give you some of the things that they argued about when freedom of the press was so important to them, so important because they had no freedom of press. Okay? It, was, it was sedition to print anything against the king. So you had pamphleteers. Basically, pamphleteers were people that had access to a printing press and they would go and say, would you print this for me? They printed it, printed a bunch of them. Sometimes they would have to break it up for several different printers because they'd get caught. So they'd print them, and then they would pass them out or sell them. That was Thomas Paine. He was a pamphleteer. This is a modern-day blogger. That's it. Somebody who has his own opinions and is writing and is publishing them and getting them in front of the public. That's why it, it shouldn't be post on Facebook. It should be publish. You're a publisher. The printing press is Facebook or Twitter. We take it so nonchalantly that it means nothing to us this is revolutionary so everybody now is talking about um you know fake news and you know opening up the libel laws or there should be a license for people in the press there should be a license for people on the internet no there shouldn't be we're all citizens and we have a right to say what we believe especially when it comes to the government so this was the this was the the mindset of the guys. But soon as anybody had power, well, then they started saying, "Well, you can't say that." And the Sedition Act was was passed. Well, you can't say this. You, I mean, we have to be able to shut them down. Now, I just i, I we just heard from the Supreme Court that uh, the Baker case is being adjudicated kind of in the favor of the baker. And there's a caveat here that I think is is positive. Right, because the debate that we've had over this case is if someone
2: has a religious objection to participating in a gay marriage ceremony, should they be able to not make a cake for a gay wedding? That is not what was decided here. That was not what we got out of this ruling. What we got was there's this battle between religious uh, freedom and uh, and the the role of the government to protect the rights of a gay person, right? Mm. Um, and uh, like the debate on talk radio and in the media has been which c- can one the religious freedom right say hey you know what it doesn't matter what the government says about what they want i have a religious uh, so, so we didn't get that ruling unfortunately today what we got was you have to at least take religious freedom seriously Seriously, and they didn't
0: and that's and, a and that is a didn't.
2: big step yeah. in the right it's direction actually is a thing Correct. is what they're that's basically like religious freedom is a thing
0: so the, this is why you got it seven two if instead you could of five bo- four. if you could boil down the the rights that you have you have the right Unless it violates the right of someone else. So this is an impasse. This is why both parties need to just walk away. Because you cannot choose a winner here. You cannot choose and say, especially when there are others that will serve you. You can get this service. It's not like, uh, wait a minute, they shut off my water because I was gay. No, no, I don't care who, what religious person is saying, well, I, the Bible tells me, no, you cannot do that. Now, can I not make a cake because of my religion? Yes. Can you, can you force me to do it? No, because it violates my right of religion. Well, this violates my right to be who I am. No, it, it doesn't. It it does if it's the only place. But your I, but your rights are canceling each other. There's no other right out.
2: to cake, even if there's only
0: one cake shop. There's right. no right. There's no right to cake. No, it's, but it's a it's a right to not be. It's a it's a right to. It's a right to not be discriminated against. You don't have. You, well, you do have a right to say. I. I let, let me just go here. This is so screwed up because we don't understand the basic right, the the basic structure of these rights. They are absolute. And the minute you start to water them down, you start to dissolve them. The minute it's like Alka-Seltzer where you just would take the tablet and say, you know what? I'm just going to hold it up into the, I'm just going to put part of it. I'm just going to hold it here at the top and it's going to be okay. No, it begins to dissolve Before you know it, it's all gone. You cannot just put a little bit of the tablet of Alka-Seltzer in the water. It will destroy. It will destroy it. You'll have nothing left. And they're absolute. And I want to show you how absolute they are. Freedom of the press. Now, this is going to piss off both sides. Because both sides, one side wants to shut down people like me. The other side wants to shut down people like, you know, CNN. No, we don't shut either side down. No. How absolute is it? The founders were struggling with this because they were like, how are we going to cobble together a country if we have a bunch of people in the press and a bunch of people, you know, who are pamphleteers tearing us apart every step of the way? They, well, first they said, well, okay, it they no libel. I mean, it, it, they have to express themselves in a manner that is decent. At the time, that meant you can't libel anybody. You can't lie about them. Well, they went back and forth and back and forth, and then the sedition law came in, and they're like, look, this isn't working. We can't do this halfway. <laughs> there was a... There was a um, an essay written by Hay, who was was one of our uh, key founders. And he said a citizen should have the right. Now, listen to this. This is where we ended. A citizen should have the right to say everything which his passions suggest. Just think of Roseanne. Think of Samantha B. Think of me. Think of all of the talk that the president has done. Think of all of the talk that Bill, uh, Bill Maher has done. All the talk that all of these people have said that some way or another has gotten them into hot water. There should be a law. No. Every citizen should have the right to say everything which his passions suggest. He may employ all of his time and all of his talents, if he is wicked enough, to do so in speaking against the government in matters that are false, scandalous, and malicious. And despite this, still be safe within the sanctuary of the press, even if he condemns the principle of Republican institutions. Now, think of that. Think of the McCarthy trial. What right did we have to say? You don't have a right to believe that, to say that. We had no right. We are afraid of words and ideas. We should embrace words and ideas. We should just use them perhaps more carefully. The city, he continued, the citizen has the right even to the basest motives, even if he ascribes them measures and acts which had never had existence, thus violating at once every principle of decency and truth. Later, you should not think this. Uh, you You have no right to tell any citizen. You shall not think this upon certain subjects. If you do, it's to your peril. We we have to understand that there is a difference between the Bill of Rights for the government. This bakery thing, this is a government saying, I'm going to penalize you for your actions. This is a violation of Of the Constitution. But we also have to look at at the Bill of Rights and understand that these were the things that brought us here. These are the things, whether people realize it today or not, as they're coming across the border illegally, what they're really coming for is the Bill of Rights. Because the Bill of Rights stops us from eating each other. When the Bill of Rights are truly understood, it says we can live side by side with vast differences, vast ideologies and theologies, and we can live next to one another. We can create with one another. We can trade with one another. Because I respect your right to be entirely different than me. And you, in return, respect my right to be entirely different from you. We may have nothing in common and still live in harmony if we can only agree on that. We only have to agree on the Bill of Rights. The next argument you have no matter what it what it's about. Can I ask you a question? Do you believe in freedom of speech? And what does that mean? And what are the limits? And be able to back that up with facts. Do you believe in the freedom of religion? What does it mean? Why? Why is that important? What happens if it falls apart? Do you believe in the right to self-defense? You know, I I wrote a chapter, I wrote a chapter this weekend about, about, uh, about the Fifth Amendment. And it, it just became so clear to me as I was writing this. I don't even know where it came from, but I've just been marinating in this for so long, that it, it's so clear to me, we don't have the right. To do things to other people that we wouldn't want done to us, we we would. You would. The guy who has the coffee shop in in Seattle who kicked people out because they were pro life. Do you remember this? And he was ranting and raving. Get out! This is my store. I run it. I'll tell you who I can have in here and who I can't. You, I don't want in my store. Why? Not because of the way you were born, the way your race, or anything else, but because of the ideas that you hold. And he says, I want you out. I celebrate his right. I think he's wrong. I'd never go in there, and I would tell my friends not to go in there. He's wrong. However, he has a right to be wrong. And I can guarantee you that that guy will be on the front line telling another business owner exactly what he must do to be in compliance with his belief and at the same time violating the other man's belief. The only way this works, the only thing that can bring us back together is finding our e pluribus unum from many one what is that one the only thing is the respect of basic human rights as outlined in the bill of rights tell you about simply safe simply safe is a home security system that is is um is built like nothing else this is a group of people who were just trying to solve a problem that's the best when capitalism and is very best is when it doesn't set out to make money it sets out to solve a problem so what's the problem People were being um, they were being burgled and their houses were being broken into. And these people were all college students and they they couldn't sign a long lease. They couldn't install some wired you know, system in a house because they were renting for a few months. So they had a friend who was a genius and said, hey, can you help us on this? He said, I can design something. So he put something together just for his friends. And it took off because he solved a problem. And that problem is. I don't want somebody in my house wiring my house. It's old technology. I want something nimble, easy to use. I want to own it. I want to be able to um, have complete control over it. I don't want a long term contract. I don't want to spend a lot of money because I know that's just a sham. Okay? Simply Safe. It's the home security system done right. Go to Simply Safe. Get 10% off your home security system right now at simplysafe.com beck.com that's simply beck.com. you want security your way you're in control with no wires and no strings of a contract simply the more i read this uh, ruling
2: with the supreme court the Worse less it gets yeah the less can i mean it seems to make a draw a line that if
0: you're a pastor you don't have to do you don't have to this is in a not ruling, what, but that's about it that's not what the first amendment is about it's not about pastors. It's about each of us being able to follow the conscience of our of our own dictate. We'll be able to follow our own spirit and our own God. That's what Glenn, it means. Glenn back, Mercury, Glenn back. Josh Whedon. You know who Josh Whedon is? Josh Whedon is the feminist king. Josh. Uh, Josh is he's wonderful. You know who he is? Still huge fan. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's the king of feminine wokeness. Mm-hmm. He 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 is. Yep. Now, some are saying that this is just a smokescreen to cover up his own misdeeds. Last week, he um, he backed Samantha B, who faced criticism for her off color comment about Ivanka Trump. I, that may be a little weak in its description. <laughs> Most we, uh, recently, uh, Whedon has taken aim at uh, Jordan Peterson, who is the subject of a piece in the Los Angeles Times titled, Hate on Jordan Peterson all you want, but he's tapping into frustration that feminists shouldn't ignore. If feminists don't like his message, then maybe they should offer a better one. What was his response? Quote, feminism taps into a frustration that's been ignored of uh, in all of history, so step the F back, you incel-courting fish rapper. Hmm. Well, that was an excellent point, uh, I would say, Joss. Uh, very good point. Well stated. Uh... Although I might point out that what you're doing here may be just uh, the fact that you're trying to cover up the hashtag Me accusation that you faced also last week. Uh, in case you missed it, uh, it started in August of last year. Uh, Kaya Cole, his ex-wife, penned an article expo- exposing him as a hypocrite preaching feminist ideals. Quote, I want to let women know that he's not who he pretends to be, she wrote. I want the people who worship him to know he is human and the organizations giving him awards for his feminist work. You better think twice in the future about who you're honoring and honoring a man who does not practice what he preaches. Stu, I cannot I can't think of another case where that might have happened before. Never Just recently Mm-mm. in New York.
2: No. In the attorney
0: general's office,
2: or maybe uh, in with uh, the guy that New York just charged was another big vocal. Harvey Weinstein was a big vocal supporter as well as yeah, so as I far as Eric, uh, what but, uh, was his name? The AG, as you, I yeah, Eric, um,
1: that guy. I can't remember that guy. That we, guy all we all know, we all well. know that guy. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. So maybe we should just all step off our high horse here for a minute, and maybe we should instead actually listen. what Jordan Peterson is saying I don't think people most people are going to take the time to uh, you know stop listening to themselves and reading the responses to their own tweets to do that but I highly recommend that maybe all of us can learn from just spending the time and listening to what Jordan Peterson is saying.
3: It's Monday, June 4th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program.
0: We're glad you're here. I uh, We kind of had a curveball thrown to us uh, today, and we're trying to figure it out on the fly. Um, uh, but the uh, court ruling has just come down uh, for the uh, Supreme Court. The case of the Colorado um, Baker that... Said, I, I can't. My my religious belief is that I, I I can't bake this cake for your wedding. I'll sell you anything, any prepared cake, but I not this. I can't take my art and apply it for your wedding. There's there's no problem. There's no bigotry here. On I mean, you can buy anything from the store. I just can't myself make it for you. Well, that's not acceptable in color uh, in Colorado, and uh, so. They uh, they tried to shut him down, fight him, all kinds of... He went to the Supreme Court. We just got the ruling back. It's not, it's not good. On the surface, it looks like a mixed bag, but I don't think it is necessarily a mixed bag at this point. It's starting to look like it's leaning worse. Leaning negative. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's hard to say that exactly, but in, c- in case you haven't followed this or heard the announcement of it, uh, it was a 7-2 ruling. Um, so seven two, obviously you're like wow. There's that never happens anymore, right? It's yeah. always, it seems it's always five four in these you know these tough cases like this. The reason though it's seven two is interesting. A lot of people are complaining online at the AP and many others using the word narrow to describe the ruling. In a narrow ruling, a narrow seven two ruling. Right. And people are saying seven, two isn't narrow. That's not what they're talking about. That's not what they're talking about. They're talking about the narrow scope of it in legal, in in a legal sense.
0: They zoomed Mm -hmm. in and narrowed in on one part of this. And that is that Colorado did not give enough deference or take his religious stance seriously. They came with an agenda and dismissed his religious argument from the get go. Right, and and what they're saying is so the
2: narrow isn't is is correct when it comes to this. They're not saying the baker can avoid making the cake. They're not saying that, which is what conservatives wanted them to say. Mm -hmm. Hey, bakers, if you if you're you know you don't have to make a cake for a gay wedding if you if your religious conscience says you don't you don't you can't. They are not telling you that that's okay. What they're saying is religious freedom is a thing. You have to consider it, and Colorado didn't. That's basically it. That's it's narrow in its legal scope. It's not narrow in, its, in its, as far as account seven to two. I mean seven to two. That's why you got a seven to two ruling, though, because they only ruled on this little sliver of this and basically said this one case in Colorado wasn't decided correctly. They got a seven to two victory with Kagan coming on and Breyer coming on, which is rare. Though I, I think you can make the argument at this point that kagan is sort of turning into the left's roberts mm-hmm. where like occasionally she's actually disappointing them they finally have someone who's occasionally disappointing them yeah not, not making them d-
0: angry just be like well that's disappointing yeah <laughs> why do that yeah that's about it yeah, yeah right you know i'll getting take like,
2: that it's nice to have that
0: yeah you're not getting the
2: oh yeah of course you can force people to buy products like insurance so they're not getting that <laughs> but at least they're getting a little disappointment <laughs> right. which is nice um but that is the big uh, thing here: is that they didn't decide the fundamental question we're all asking, right? Which is, does the Supreme Court think that religious freedom can allow you to not, you know, avoid participating in a in a in a work of art, right? Like photographers have been down this road as well. Uh, you know, the answer is no. To me, the answer is look is it, flatly no. Look,
0: it's it's like do I sell a product? Let's say I sell a product that is uh, you know it's it's I don't know it's accounting software. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're gonna sell your accounting software. You're gonna be allowed. You're gonna allow it to be used uh, by just anybody. Yeah, it's it's accounting software. You can just buy it at the store. I'm not gonna have a litmus test on who can buy it. Well, do you know that Planned Parenthood is using it? Well. Yeah, I don't really like that, but it's a product that's on the shelf and anyone can buy Mm -hmm. it. That's different than Planned Parenthood coming to this firm and saying, I need you to develop accounting software for us so we can so we can really track how much money we've made by selling these illegal body parts. Ah, no, my my conscience says "Mm, I'm not going to do that because I believe you're engaged in murder. You want the product, you can go to the store and you can buy that, but I I can't apply my talent to help you do that. Now, that's, people would say that's not artistic, but I believe it is. Any of our skills, that is your art. That is your art. Should I be forced to take what I do and say something for a product, just using my voice and likeness, because, you know, Glenn Beck is, you know, repping this. Should I be forced to do those things, especially if they're against my religion? For instance, we have had we have had um, uh, alcoholic uh, beverages that have tried to advertise on the program. I don't have a problem if they advertise. I'm an alcoholic and a Mormon. Most don't go along very well. But I'm I'm both of those things. (laughs) One is a cure for the other. It seems like (laughs) both of them (laughs) say stay away from alcohol. So I'm not going to, but, but I, I'm, I'm a libertarian. You want to drink, drink. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't hurt me. I'm the one with the issue, not you. I'm the one that's allergic to alcohol. I break out in handcuffs. It's not good. Okay. <laughs> so, so that is my issue. My religious belief says, no, it's not good for you. Okay. Okay. But will I allow alcoholic beverages to be uh, advertised on my program? Yeah. Why not? About a little over a week ago, I drank one on the air. We were trying the George Washington beer. Yeah. Yeah. George Washington, by the way, beer. Yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't I? Now, should I be forced? Should a liquor company be able to come to me and say, we want Glenn Beck to endorse our product? That's my art. Mm -hmm. We want Glenn to develop a commercial for us. Uh, and he, he, he is the one that has to do it. No, 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 of course not. Of course not. First of all, I would be bad at it because, well, i might actually on alcohol. I might be good because I do have a finer appreciation (laughs) of alcohol, but, um, Mm. I would be bad at it because I don't use the product. I don't like the product. I don't want to be around the product. So I wouldn't do a great job. Go find somebody else right. who would be better at that. And the same thing applies. The, the cake arguments apply
2: here as well. Why would a beer company want you to do a commercial for them if you thought
0: it was wrong to drink it? My communist friend, George Lang, that this audience has always loved, our photographer, who <laughs> is great. He's not a communist. <laughs> eh, he's close enough to a communist. <laughs> so he is, he is diametrically opposed to everything I said. Th- he speaks glowingly. About the Obama years, glowingly, he the reason why he's my photographer is because he thought for an hour and a half, an excruciating hour and a half photo session with him the very first time. All he did was talk about liberal politics because I worked at CNN and just assumed that I was liberal. I wasn't. And so we went for an hour and a half, maybe two hours before we took a break. And I just couldn't take it anymore. Uh, but I, I just sat through it and kept my mouth shut, as conservatives always have to do. And finally, during the lunch break, uh, he told me a story about how he was asked to shoot uh, with a camera George Bush and he, how he just couldn't do it because he hates him so much and he just, he just, his policies are just so horrible and he's just, he just doesn't like children and he wants to kill everybody, you know, whatever. <laughs> okay? Really didn't like him. So called the White House back and said, look, uh, this is my art and I, I won't see the president the way he should be seen because my eye will only see a man I don't like. And so I'm not going to take flattering pictures. So I, I'm going to turn this down. You should find another photographer. I think about that as a photographer turning down the opportunity to take pictures of the president of the United States, especially when
2: deal. you have the ability in art to make him look like a fiend. Right, which has happened to you, uh, uh, yeah, and John McCain with the yep. same photographer, yeah, uh, who took photos and then intentionally made them look Correct. bad because they didn't like you. Correct. So
0: to George. Have been forced to take a picture? No. And the White House shouldn't have wanted him. It was after he told me that story, sitting there in that very uncomfortable, (laughs) outnumbered room, where I finally said to him, George, I have to tell you something. I'm a conservative. I like George Bush. Not everything that he's done, but I like him. Almost everything that you've said, I disagree with for the last hour and a half and he just went white (laughs) and uh, i said but may i shake your hand and tell you how much i admire you because of that last story you had the integrity to say i cannot apply my art because i see you differently that is admirable Mm -hmm. Should he have been forced to? No. And that's not even a religious reason. When it comes to religious reasons, if what the court on this narrow ruling kind of said was Colorado just dismissed the religious thing out of hand. Do I want a do I want uh, a ruling i believe everybody should have this right everyone should have this right we have to get over this idea that nobody can be discriminated against you can discriminate if you want just not going to be very popular but you can do it roseanne barr can say what she wants just not going to be popular she paid a price for it but should she have the right to say it yes she should the same thing here should you have a right well, they're saying, well, they, didn't, they just didn't look at the religious reasons. Well, you know what? You have to. And it's not just for priests and pastors. It's for everyone. But beyond that, even if you don't have religious reasons, I go back to the sign maker, to the photographer like George, to me. To you in your business, whatever it is, should someone be able to come into your business and say, hey, we've got the uh, we're opening up a new uh, store here. It's called the uh, the coffee cup cafe, which is a real place here in Texas. And we just want a big sign, but we want to spell coffee with a K and cup with a K and cafe with a K, and we'd like those three Ks there to be all together and big. Well, I'm no dummy. I see exactly what you're doing. I'm a sign maker. Do I have the right to say, I ain't making that sign, dude. Go find somebody else to make that sign. Absolutely, I do. And it doesn't even have to be because my religion teaches this. I have a right. It violates me and everything I stand for and everything I believe in. No. Get out of my store. See, the problem is, we all want exceptions based on our feelings. Yeah, but this one makes me feel the rights that we have to defend the only ones that need defense are the ones that all that make us all feel like crap those are the only ones that count all right liberty safe i want to tell you about liberty safe uh make the best safes uh, around they're just really rock solid we have we have some amazing amazing artifacts uh that are coming into town uh and uh uh, and are are currently being stored in Liberty safes. Now you don't. I mean, you don't take. You don't take something like the um, the handwritten by Abraham Lincoln, you know, uh, uh, Gettysburg Address, and just put it in any old safe that you got off the shelf. You need something that you know nothing is going to happen. It's a Liberty safe. We take the articles that we have for our museum and we secure them the best way we can. And that is with a Liberty safe. Now, your documents, my documents at home, my guns, your guns, where are you going to put them? Put them in the same same safe where we have the writings of Jefferson and Lincoln and Washington. A Liberty safe. And now you can have it installed in your home with 12 months interest-free payments for as low as $20 a month on approved credit. You can act now and protect what you value most at libertysafe.com, the best built safes on the planet, libertysafe.com.
3: Looking for a great Father's Day
0: present? Then bring the whole family to the Rights and Responsibilities Exhibition presented by the Mercury Museum.
2: Take a glimpse of what the world was like before men had rights and tyrants rule. Join us Father's Day weekend, June 15th through the 17th, here at Mercury Studios in Dallas. Get your tickets at mercury slash museum2018.
0: Glenn Beck. Supreme Court ruled today and uh, it was a very narrow decision, wide margin, but very narrow on on how they decided this. So it's going to end up back in the Supreme Court at some point, I think. And it's relatively good for the people at Masterpiece Cake Shop. So that's number one, right? It
2: was there. We're looking at it as a broader, like, you know, societal thing, Um, but it's good for them um because they they get to go back they might have to do this all over again though which is yeah, gonna no. a big problem um but there's two things that we've talked about that are interesting here and they are in this one paragraph one what is the worst case scenario we've talked about if these things get out of control maybe a priest or a pastor would have to perform a gay wedding mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. that's like the the worst we've always talked about that like it could go to it could within the walls of the church um so that one in they have a pretty bright line around that here which says when it comes to weddings, it can be assured that a member of the clergy who appears uh, who objects to gay marriage on moral and religious grounds could not be compelled to perform the ceremony without denial of his or her right to free exercise of religion. Uh, this refusal will be well understood in our constitutional order as an exercise of religion, an exercise that gay persons could recognize and accept without serious diminishment to their own dignity and worth. Now, so that's the 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 you know kind of that real invasion. But the rest of this, I think, embraces a very left wing version of your right to worship as opposed to your right to express your religion does the does does religion exist only inside the church walls right we obviously would argue no you can live that every day of your life and people like debbie
0: wasserman schultz will say well of course when you're at church you can talk about whatever you want no that's the that's the problem with churches right now is they exist in their walls and not outside of their walls so what they
2: say in the ruling is yeah you know what a priest or a pastor shouldn't have to do a gay wedding. of course not that's crazy Then they go on. Yet, if that exception were not confined, then a long list of persons who provide goods and services for marriages and weddings might refuse to do so for gay persons, thus resulting in a community-wide stigma inconsistent with the history and dynamics of civil rights laws that ensure equal access to good services and public accommodations. Mm. My my reading of that is that it seems like they would rule against the baker in a certain circumstance. It's, It's not exactly clear if they would with this, but they're leaving
0: that open for sure. All right. We'll have more on the uh, Supreme Court ruling on the uh, same-sex couple wedding cake uh, controversy coming up in a little while, and a lot on it tonight. Full analysis on that tonight.
2: But... Plus a lot more important things, uh, like the uh, Taco Bell naked chicken chalupa, mm-hmm. both wild mm-hmm. and mild. Now, I was promised
0: that these would <laughs> had been hand-pounded by some an Italian, Italian grandmother. grandmother. Yes,
2: Taco Bell hired tens of thousands of Italian grandmothers, Pat, uh, yeah. Pat Gray who joins us, um, to mm. pound these individual patties uh, and make them
0: authentic. Do you have a problem? Nice. With you, Pat? Like I don't have a problem with the McRib. I just don't want to be reminded that it was poured into a mold.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Because yeah. okay, it shows yes. the like bumps shows where the, the bone
0: would be,
2: but they're made no of meat. There, right? And, right. But,
1: because I'll tell you, the result is delicious. And I don't, I don't want to know how you get there. Right. Just give just me delicious. Okay, so
0: here's the problem. I don't like things, that, I don't like meat that has been poured into anything. Me it. You don't neither. pour meat. I,
1: I don't want to know about it okay, anyway. Okay, now you
0: said, now Stu, <laughs> mm-hmm. how did the Italian grandmothers pound these two mm-hmm. in exactly the same shape? And exactly the same size. Talented Expertise, size. Yes, <laughs> <are> talented <laughs> <word> for that. <laughs> uh, sounds yes. to me like your chicken comes in. Boop, 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 yeah, boop.
2: Right, look, I mean, it's a fast food restaurant. Mm. Uh, as okay. as Pat and I have noted many times in our very frequent visits to Taco Bell <laughs> over the years, uh, it's the best. I think it is. Uh, Still fast sounds, food You this is? Interest. We don't want to know what it is. Just feed it to us. <laughs> you know what this
3: is?
0: this is? This is this is America making the Atkins diet better. Yeah. No,
2: it's not. It's That's what it breaded chicken.
0: <laughs> uh, no, I mean, remember when we used to, you know, eat you know, we'd we'd go to McDonald's and you'd just take the burgers and you just
2: Right, the low carb mm-hmm. way of eating. Yeah, yes.
0: you'd you'd use the burger as a bun or you'd use the s yeah. the, 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 the um lettuce as a bun. Mm-hmm. This is just using That's the what meat. they've done. This yes. is just using the meat so as a bun.
2: It is a actual chicken the shell of a taco is made of chicken. Glenn is biting into the first one here. Uh and Patti's as well. Uh, this is a... It's a
0: it's a chicken sandwich without the meat.
1: Mm. No, I with mean, the
0: without meat. the Without the bun.
1: Mm-hmm. It's well, good. It's yeah, good?
0: It is good. I, like, mm-hmm. I don't feel wild.
2: Well, maybe you're eating the mild one. That could be the problem. Are you tasting any wild one. sauce?
0: I don't know what wild tastes like.
1: You're about to find out.
0: Well, wild at one Taco Bell. Was really, was, that was really is,
1: spicy. Isn't all that wild, frankly. You know, the hot sauce from Taco Bell. <laughs> no, it's not
2: hot. That's funny. You did the same thing I did. Which is I just assumed wild was hot, but I couldn't actually determine why I thought that. Well, because no. <laughs> what else cause, is it going to be? Yeah, I know.
0: Gamey? No, no,
2: probably so. not. But I don't no. know.
1: Tangy? Well, it it's, a little, tangy. Okay. it's, it's a little bit spicy. I think that it's I think it's
0: wrong to call something wild because I mean, hot sauce. Mm. Hot sauce says what it is. Wild doesn't tell you anything. <laughs> it Doesn't. It's just orange. It's just right. that's it's just, they could have called it mm. orange sauce. It could be Pepto Bismol. This is wild.
1: Put this on that. <laughs>
0: That's going to taste wild. No, mm-hmm. that's not a good flavor.
1: Mm-mm. So uh, re- overall, generally positive reviews? I'm going to give it a 16.
2: 16? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what was, to, what was our scale? 1 to 18, one to 18 back in the day?
1: Because 18 was the only number that I'm Jeff exactly could really say. actually really good. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. It's good. On a 1 to 18 scale, what would you say? <laughs> 1 to 18 mm-hmm. scale. I'd call it delicious, in fact.
0: Yeah, I think I would, too. I think I might get a 16. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm.
1: Wow, that's very good. Out, yeah, of stars. Out of eighteen, impressive
0: eighteen stars.
1: God, I'm pretty sure all. it's good for you too. This I'll, is we, we were talk-
2: There's like eight calories in this. Oh yeah, there's nothing. Well, mm-hmm. it's a li- I did see the number. It's a little higher. the calories
0: coming from the bread.
2: What? It's fried chicken. What do you mean? Where the- <laughs> This is your problem. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we all get fat. We're like, where are the calories coming from? Oh,
0: all I did was dip this in hot oil for a couple minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the breading that holds all that. The chicken. No, should not-, not. What do you? How do you think it cooks? The chicken should not be holding the oil inside. How do you think fried chicken cooks? It
2: goes in raw. Right. Not necessarily a Taco Bell, but I mean, right. in normal places, it go it would go in raw. it come out cooked. <laughs> not, no, not, not necessarily a Taco I don't Bell. know. Why? What are you implying? I'm, I'm guessing maybe these the, come. They put them in the toaster? I'm <laughs> guessing perhaps these, again, this is going to abandon my Italian grandmother philosophy, <laughs> but I think potentially they might come frozen already made that way. Uh, at Taco Bell, and then they throw them in the fryer. I won't hear but, it I, It's
1: surprisingly good. It is. The more I eat it, the more I want. <laughs> Again, it. Again, yeah. none of these arguments make any difference because they're do- you no, like they, them. It's, it's really good. It's an
0: addictive. You know what the wild sauce is crack. Crack. <laughs> they actually put crack <laughs> oh, in it. Something in there that just makes mm-hmm. you want to continue to eat it. It's really good.
2: Now, Pat, you were not here for the beginning of this uh, when we discussed well, how we got here. Was instead of bringing a McDonald's to North Korea to to make peace, if we yeah. brought a Taco Bell, there would be denuclearization immediately
1: yes i i think you're right that that would uh that would definitely warm up relations between (laughs) us and and north korea
0: also if we would bring five guys it'd be better just because i mean we'd have a great burger place but we'd also have five guys there the more stores they open up you know the second Mm -hmm. one we have 10 guys all of a sudden, we are everywhere. And then we can vote Kim Jong-un out of office. Correct.
1: <laughs> Correct. I love the fact that we're paying for his hotel room, too. Well, yeah, I, what, I like six that. grand a night? Yeah. Apparently, we didn't go to Priceline or Trivago for that. <laughs> I, I think there's maybe a little bit cheaper why option.
0: We, why are we paying
1: for The it? Super 8? Do you have Super 8 in North Korea? Because <laughs> they're insisting on that. They, they're insisting that we pay. Uh, I guess they can't afford it. But, you know, well, that's they can never afford stopped. a nuclear program, but they can't afford right. a hotel. So, that I mean, sa- you
0: know, that says something, too, that they're, mm-hmm. that they're willing to say they can't afford it. Yeah. I don't know that they're saying that publicly, right? But that's the...
1: I think they're the just saying we're doing you a favor of being yeah. there, so you're going to pay for our hotel.
2: And I will say, for the narrative of we've scared them into meeting with us because we're so tough...
1: And they're not acting like that. And then we pay for their hotel room. <laughs> that hurts that narrative. It does a, a little, little right? Unless you go to Priceline and find a Super mm-hmm. 8 for them. That's true. That would yeah, be nice. You could stay here. Uh, it's $63 we'll get, a night. Continental country, breakfast. We don't understand freeloaders here. I'm surprised they're not giving him better mm. stuff than the president had. I know. Mm. I know. I, I don't even know where Trump is staying, but he's staying at this... It's a neoclassical hotel on the mouth of the Singapore River. It's called the Fullerton. Have you ever heard of it? I've, I haven't heard of that chain. Uh,
0: no, I haven't. I, I haven't, uh, I haven't uh, David, but maybe Buffy has uh, heard of, <laughs> of that neoclassical hotel. Right. There at the mouth mm-hmm. of Singapore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, because you're not, you're yeah, unfamiliar. Thank you. You're unfamiliar you. with really swanky hotels. <laughs> thank you for doing right? it. I,
2: I, I totally I was, unfamiliar.
1: I he's, was trying to hold back so hard. I what? How? I, do, I, <laughs> you have no concept. I've only who stayed is, who has,
0: at a
2: red who roof do you inn. know. Hang on. Who do,
0: who do you Only do? La Quinta for me. I don't stay in them foreign places. Uh, <laughs> you tell me, how mm-hmm. many people do you know? and you know that I couldn't answer that question, how many people could you pose the question to? uh, Do you know of the Neoclassica Hotel that is right there at the uh, mouth of the... Singapore Singapore River. Singapore River? Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody
2: that could answer Mm -hmm. that. I know approximately one person, and I happen to be sitting in the room with him right now. Yes, which is Uh, why I asked the question, because
1: he's the one person that might actually... Yeah, I've stayed at lots of Fullertons. A lot of (laughs) them. Almost all of them. (laughs) I'm a Platinum member.
2: Yeah. Uh, If, uh, I, if I, I had a job at Neo-classical right now with an ass, I'd
0: kill you both. <laughs> 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 Thanks a lot, Pat. Yeah, appreciate it. Not so much, but you gave us an excuse to eat. Thank you. And thank you to the fine people of Taco Bell. I love them. Who I believe could bring peace in our times. All right, let me tell you about our uh, sponsor this half hour. Who is it, Sarah? Is it LifeLock? Let me tell you, LifeLock just um, um, just saw an FBI report that uh, cited that internet crime with losses over $1.4 billion is now what we're looking at. From 300,000 complaints received by the Internet Crime Complaint Center in 2017, two top crimes reported as non-payment, non-delivery and personal data breaches. So in other words... Uh, I'm, a, I, I'm a very rich uh, prince, but you, you need to send me some money and I'm going to send something back or I'm going to buy something and then they never send it to me. Or personal data breaches. Almost 2,000 complaints were identified as ransomware, which the FBI is now saying is really bad and getting worse because it targets both human and technical weaknesses. So there are so many threats that are starting to compound now. You don't have time or the capacity to be able to um, uh, watch over all of this stuff, that's why LifeLock has now uh, entered not just the identity theft protection business, but also securing your software, cons- cons- uh, securing your um, your phone and your computer, everything in your life. Norton Security now has been added for protection. LifeLock uses proprietary technology to help protect you against identity theft, like, you know, your information on sale in the dark web. And Norton will help against the online threats like ransomware. So nobody gets into your stuff. If you have a problem, they have the agents that will work to fix it. It's LifeLock. I want you to go there now. 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or go to LifeLock.com and use the promo code back. You get an extra 10% off this, uh, this service. Now with Norton and LifeLock relentlessly protecting you Night and day, one eight hundred LifeLock or lifelock.com promo code Beck. Let's go through some. Uh, let's go through some audio here in the last few minutes of the uh, broadcast. Uh, apparently, uh, Bill Clinton is no longer getting completely safe interviews from the media anymore. Yeah, it's unfortunate for
2: him. He's on the uh, NBC Today Show with uh, Craig Melvin. He's an NBC reporter and. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was asked about uh, some things in his past. Here he is. Here, here he is. He was quiet at first. Bill Clinton on Me Too movement and Monica.
0: Here
1: we go. Here he is. One of the things that this, this Me Too era has done, it's forced a, a lot of perfect. women uh, to speak out. One of those
2: women, Monica Lewinsky, she wrote in an op-ed that the Me Too movement changed her view of sexual
1: harassment. Quote, he was my boss. He was the most powerful man on the planet. He was 27 years my senior with enough life experience to know better. He was at the time at the pinnacle of his career while
2: I was in my first job uh, out of college. Looking back on what happened then through the lens
3: of Me Too now, do you do you think differently or feel more responsibility? No, I felt terrible then. And I came to grips with it. And Did you ever apologize no, and to him? No, yes, and nobody believes that I got out of that for free. No, yes. I left to White out $16 million in debt. Oh. But you typically have ignored gaping facts in describing this, and I bet you don't even know them. This was litigated 20 years ago. Two-thirds of the American people sided with me. They were not insensitive to that. I had a sexual harassment policy when I was governor in the 80s. Wow. This case. I had two women chiefs of staff when I was governor. Women were overrepresented in the attorney general's office in the 70s.
2: We know you liked women.
3: For their percentage in the bar. I've had nothing but women leaders in my office since I left. You are giving one side and omitting Back. mr president i am not I'm not trying to present a side No, no, i don't know, I'm, you asked me if I agreed the answer is no I don't and
2: i well, I asked if you'd ever apologized, and you
3: said you had i have you've apologized to I apologize to everybody in the world
2: yeah. <laughs> ah, I made a blanket apology for yeah. all things to all people uh by the way uh notice listen how old yeah. he's starting to sound yeah he really does It's interesting too because I mean Hillary sounds relatively the same as she did <laughs> from back in the day which was awful the whole time. Yeah,
0: time uh but she didn't she doesn't seem to have yeah. that same process no he's he's really starting to age it's it's also it's interesting how as soon as you're not able to help you're done done you're done your life lost get out yep now all of a sudden they're they're really
2: questioning him it's, yep. it's interesting it's also is it a good defense and i don't know i I'm, I'm not an expert on such matters, but is it a good defense if someone says, "Hey, you seem to have, uh, you know, harassed a bunch of women"? To say I had a bunch of women working for me, is that a good defense? <laughs> no. Like I think that's actually uh, like Harvey, implicating yourself. Harvey Weinstein also has yeah. that. Yeah, like, and
0: a lot of people, a lot of women working for
2: him. Yeah, lots of lots of models I put in movies. What do you mean I'm mean to models? Lots <laughs> right. of models I put in movies all the time. I've invited them to my rooms all the time. That's not a good. Yeah, e- that's not, not a good example. example. And it's essentially his defense is the Mitt Romney binders full of women defense. Now Mitt was supposed to it was only saying it not because of abuse accusations but because they were saying he did he was I don't know anti-woman in some policy sense. So he said I well I had binders full of women. We went through them all the time. I hired them all to high-level positions. They're like, "How dare you had a binders full of women, you misogynist." Well, that's not misogyny in that case. Here he's saying, "Well, yeah, I hired a bunch of women and also you're accusing me of abusing a bunch of women. <laughs> I
0: didn't abuse the ugly ones that I admire.
2: Right, right, I know. <laughs> um, uh, he also had some opinions on uh, whether what would be happening right now if Trump was a Democrat.
3: I think they have tried, by and large, to cover this investigation based on the facts. <laughs> I think if the roles mm. were reversed now, this is me just talking about it based on my experience. If there were a Democratic president and these facts were present, most people I know in Washington believe impeachment hearing would have begun already.
1: If, and, this, if and, there were a Democrat in power yes, right now,
3: and most people I know believe that the press would have been that hard or harder.
0: Okay, I do believe that the Republicans probably would have gone for impeachment. Uh, maybe not mm. against, maybe not against uh, Barack Obama, but a a less uh forceful or popular uh president this this president is beginning to galvanize the the right uh he has a higher approval rating than anyone in republican history since World War two with an exception of george Bush right after nine george w bush yeah i mean that's what
2: wow that says two things uh one we are becoming more polarized partisan right Mm -hmm. like we're more on our teams than we've Mm -hmm. ever been Mm -hmm. um but also i mean you know he's pleased the party right he's generally speaking has pleased the party i mean with the exception of uh the tariff stuff which has a pretty wide opposition within the party there's not much he's done outside of the personal stuff that 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 have people have spoken
0: up against. And what is the difference between the scandal that we were told to leave it alone, leave it alone, can't talk about it, of of him spending 20 years with Jeremiah Wright and and all of these radical Marxists all the way up until he ran for senator? Why is that off limits? Why was that off limits? And you said, don't pay attention to that. Glenn, and this in his personal life is
1: Mercury.